With controversial figure Alex Jones being let back on X, leaving many journalists very unhappy, the topic of conspiracy theories is on everyone's minds. So I'm sitting here with Professor Daniel D. Wiesel, whom I will posit the question, is it ever okay to engage with conspiracy theories? And if so, what are the potential dangers? You know, conspiracy theories can be dangerous, but they can also be a lot of fun. But where people mm. might get into trouble is engaging with conspiracy theories that are off limits. Mm. When there are plenty of conspiracy theories that you can have a bundle of fun with without crossing that line into unacceptable territory. Okay. Whether that be Bigfoot, aliens, Russia collusion, or New England Patriots ball deflation. Fun. You don't need to start researching the military industrial complex and Big Pharma in order to have a great time enjoying conspiracies. So you're saying it's not about abandoning conspiracy theories altogether, but rather enjoying conspiracy theories responsibly in order to get your fix. Precisely. You don't need false flags and election interference to have a blast enjoying conspiracies, especially when there are so many safe and gratifying conspiracy theories, from the Loch Ness Monster to the movie Shazam, Ooh. or even Who Shot JFK? Now, you just mentioned JFK, but that was once a conspiracy theory that was somewhat tumultuous to talk about. Well, it is a moving target, which is why my personal rule of thumb is if they've made a Netflix doc with a purpose other than to debunk, mm. you are generally good to go. Smart. Because, yes, bringing up pedophile rings or Epstein 10 years ago would be a potential red flag, but as it's gotten into mainstream culture, it's now something that you can engage with, as long as you don't dig too deep. Now, how would you respond to critics who say that once a conspiracy theory becomes accepted, it becomes less fun or interesting? I can only speak for myself, but if you don't find looking at Wikipedia articles about the Malaysian airline or the death of Brandon Lee fun, then maybe you're just not a real conspiracy guy. Shots fired. And listen... If you really do feel the need to charter into untested waters, I recommend once prohibited conspiracy theories that have now been proven Ooh, true. All of the intrigue, none of the uncertainty. Correct. Big tobacco knowing cigarettes cause cancer, MK Ultra, the CIA's involvement in past crime syndicates. So you're saying as long as you avoid looking into the crime syndicates the CIA is currently involved with, you should be a-okay. Ethical conspiracy consumption. Mm. Stay away from the WEF, but don't hesitate to engage with the WWE conspiracy that Vince McMahon faked a broken neck. Very enthralling. Mr. Weasel, thank you for your time. It's actually pronounced Weasel. The boys, the boys cast, the lads, the boys cast, the dudes, the boys cast, the bros, the boys cast, the homies, the boys cast, the dudes, the boys cast, 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 how does that make you feel? The guys are fucking having a moment back in the sun. The guys are always doing good. No! The guys are always doing good. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> Look at you. You're doing good. Look at all that money you got. Oh, good for you. <laughs> now time to raise interest rates. <laughs> the the guys are back right now. Yeah, They're getting, really getting let off on Twitter and stuff like that. But Ooh. I just got back from a uh, tour. And the one thing I want to say is Denver. Every person in Denver has the Denver outfit. What's that like? The wood, wood, uh, the wood jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Blundstone boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight, yeah. The I, I, they all good-looking bunch of guys. I'll mm -hmm. tell you that beards. Be every guy 
It was like what you would look like, but maybe a tiny bit skinnier. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of they do a lot of hiking. A lot of hiking. Yeah. But if, it was, I was, if I was more of an outdoors, it's just thing. interesting. It's probably the first place I've ever been where every single person looks like they'd be on like a, if you typed in uh, in Google image search like Denver man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I was like at one point I was doing uh, I do pictures of people after and it was like a line of twenty people and they all had the jacket on. <laughs> and I was commenting on it. Every single guy had the Denver jacket on. That's funny. Um, and so I was talking to like different fans and stuff like that. And there's a couple of things I wanted to give a shout out to the fellas. Mm-hmm. The first one, listen to this article. I don't know. You don't know this. I don't think I well, maybe okay. I, actually you might. I might have sent it to you. Horrific moment. Holiday bell, bell ringer for Salvation Army is attacked in Florida parking lot by robber attempting to steal her car before good Samaritan jumps in to save her. Mm-hmm. Guess who that Samaritan was? One of the boys. He's on the Patreon. Really? He sent me the thing. He goes, hey, Daniel Penny, this guy this week, tried to carjack an old lady. And I was listening to the boys cast on my AirPods the whole time while I was shopping. So he said, maybe the testosterone residuals is why I beat this guy <laughs> yeah. bloody. Anyways, a lot of news outlets picked it up and he sent me the article and stuff. And then I didn't... He fucked I, up the guy's face. I saw a photo. Right. So I did send it to you. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. messaged him and I, I was kind of like, is this real? Or are you just kind of like messing around? And he was like, no, honestly. And he goes, my AirPods never even came out. I was fucking <laughs> listening to the cast the entire just time. Just tuning them up. So what happens? You listen to boys cast, you're good Samaritans? Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. The guy tried to rob like a Salvation Army money collector. Not wild. He's fucked a, up. He's meeting with the DA tomorrow, though. So. Good. Drop, <laughs> drop all charges. Drop all charges. Good luck with the thankfully, legal proceedings. Uh, thankfully, it seems like this was a white on white crime, so we should be good. So lucky. Yeah. Woo. I don't know. We don't want boys guys doesn't want to be involved if there's no. a racial component. That's no. how you get into trouble for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Uh, another thing is, I was telling you that I can't remember things, and I've been trying to remember my chair charge my toothbrush. Yeah. Like, for example, it just sits in my thing, and every time in the shower, I make a note of it, and then every time I get back in the shower and I never did it. Yeah. Someone sent me a message on Patreon saying, hey, Ryan, charge your toothbrush. And then I legitimately went and walked into the... I was in my living room. Yeah. I was going through the Patreon message. I said, charge your toothbrush. And I go, fuck, I walked in the living room and charged it. So we figured out a system, everybody. Yes, I figured out a system. Someone helped it out. And then also someone made us a Christmas ornament of uh, Terrence and Phillip. Uh, oh, hell yeah. That's Ryan and Danny. But we, I'm going to put it on there, but I yeah, forgot and, it right tonight. And I'm but. Jewish. I don't have a tree. Oh, yeah, but... You can put it on your tree. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Danny, actually... I'm not young and I'm not Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh not, yeah, was, new kids on the block. I'm not new and we're not kids. Banger of a weekend. Danny went and he was hanging out with George Santos and yeah, they're like boys and, and now. And Bober. Now I don't know about boys, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we went to this uh, the young young Republicans gala after party. Which the guy who invited me, uh, this kid Luke, he was sending me photos because Trump was like the keynote speaker, or whatever. Alex Stein was the MC, and then he, Trump did an hour and a half. Uh, he was supposed to do 30 minutes and then Trump was like, cut that. Trump was blowing the light? Oh, big time. And <laughs> They're was, trying to get him off the dude, stage? Dude, he was like, he was literally like, he was like, cut the teleprompter or whatever. I'm going <laughs> off prompter. And then he just went and was talking shit for like an hour. And I talked to some people there because like a lot of people at the after party. He goes like, off the dome, eh? I think... To a degree, said but also it's it's like comedy. You know, he does a f- like a he's uh, doing campaign. his hour. He's doing his hour campaign event, and he's doing it nonstop. And you know, he's in New York, so he probably has all his enemies who he's just shitting on. And he was calling. He had all these like 
uh, I can't remember what they were, but like, because it, it was in the news, because uh, he said, he kept saying that he wants to be, he's like, they wanted to say I'm a dictator. He's like, no, I just want to be a dictator for a day to my first day of being president again. I'm going to be a dictator to like, you know, oh, that must have passed blue people's passes stuff or whatever. Out, and then he was like shitting on, shitting on Joe Biden and, you know, uh, whatever, but I think was, I didn't. I didn't whatever. But I'm some, more interested in this. Uh, the Manning, there's a lot. Yeah, Manning, yeah and a lot of a lot of people I talked to were like. There was yeah. an article that he bought the drinks for everyone at the bar. What? Yeah, there was an article that came out that said George Santos went to a party this weekend and he bought the drinks for everyone at the bar. I'm pretty sure I paid for my drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the narrative. More lies from. <laughs> no. that, that's what the media is saying. Really? I wonder who was there. Buddy, that's... I, Dude, okay, so... Someone it, sent me that. So it was... So we, I was at the after party, and then this guy uh, uh, was essentially like, hey, we're, we're at another thing. Uh, it was, you know... Up, uh, Upper East Side. The only article, the only one is we, we used to say they were the lying New York Post. Now they're the <laughs> honest New York Audio, Post. Yeah, they gave us a shout out. <laughs> the, audience, the New York Post. Trash and they always said stuff about us, but they did a whole uh, bit about how SNL's skit was like really bad. And they said that it was like Shane Gillis, us, and Tim Dillon were like, uh, what good comedy is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's the honest New York Post. <laughs> um, they are no longer the lying New York Post. They're oh the, yeah, this is the this, honest New York Post. Sorry, yeah, this was this in George Santos earned so much cameo. Yeah, he picks up tab for political pals while hanging. Yeah, this is what I was at. There was like fifteen of us in this bar. So you didn't like get it wasn't a drink. some not for George Santos. That's all. They, they're so the lying media. What what said it? What this is? Uh, this was this, this is at uh, page six. Page six is lying. Page six is lying. So yeah, lying I, I, I was at this. George, uh, yeah, it was Bobert. This guy owns this cat cafe um and then yeah beach cafe and then this guy byron donald who's like a congressman from florida okay so what are you and santos talking about just uh what positions you like get fucked uh we, i don't know we're just like shooting the shit i was trying to get him on the what kind of trying to get him on the podcast and he's just like yeah he's like i'll do your podcast but he kept saying his whole thing is he's like you know i i got so many cameos to get through that was his big thing he's like i got so many cameos to <laughs> yeah. get through. he's like i've he's like i have a backlog of 700 cameos or something he's like i did like so many he sort of brushed you off because he sent you to his podcast guy and the guy quoted danny 5g well he said you do, yeah he said you do the he's the like yeah I'll, he's here. like i'll do the podcast or whatever and i have his number like i was texting him yesterday and he goes hey like can <laughs> yeah you, you do dick pics back and forth yeah yeah and then, then he goes uh can you go through my um my podcast booker because he's really in demand right now and then the podcast booker texted me this morning he's like yeah so he'll do it uh, it's uh, five grand two hours <laughs> but uh santos makes money the one thing about america all he's talking about was the cameos yeah that was i was gonna think about this with america is that if you get like really famous for bat something bad like if you become like this huge news story there's you always get rich at the end of that fucking sure. rainbow. Yeah. So he has uh yeah. He he was literally like I uh you know it's like I make more in cameo than uh so he's really flexing his money at the yeah, party. No, legitimately. I mean he didn't buy my drinks, but he was uh Saying he's like you know I make more cameo than I in in a week than I made my whole congressional salary in a year, but I'm also like this is pretty short sighted of you, George. <laughs> <laughs> also, the salary for Congress people is not where they make their money either. I don't know, little, no, little I don't, fucking inside baseball here, but that's not the Congress people make their money either. It's a Congress salary. I think it's like probably close to 150 G's. Okay, but that's not how they make their money. They make their money not bad. They make their money, you know, doing speeches for big oil. Yeah, exactly. It will become lobbyists once they they quit or whatever. But uh, yeah, he was. We were out to like four thirty in the morning, and then he was on some news show at like 
nine in the morning. Did he ever? Did he say like, oh, no, you just get this place back to my place, and then you maybe you slip a little something in your drink, no. whatever happens. No, no, no. Whatever happens, happens. And, and Lauren Bober was was ripping around. It was uh, it was a weird. <laughs> did you talk to weird, her? Yeah, I talked to her a bunch. Yeah. What is she? Because I did a podcast her with her with Gino. Oh right, you remember? You guys that know each other. So yeah, so I was like, hey, we. Would you have a threesome with Bobert and Santos? <laughs> you and Santos plowing Bobert, but Santos isn't allowed to touch you. Yeah, he's, uh, he's crying the whole time. He's like, he's so yucky, but he paid my fee. I have to do it. A fee is a fee is a fee. Um, <laughs> that, that does seem like not out of the ordinary. That is, is the manager would be like, he'll do your podcast next for 50K jacks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's making money bad, though. No. Yeah. Well, he's on my bad books for asking for five thousand for the. Yeah, podcast. five grand for the. He's the first person I ever asked for Snoop money. Dog now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was saying that was another thing because I was like, "You want to do the pod?" He's like, "I'm going to do Z Way, which is that black chick or whatever." Yeah. And he's like, "We're doing a pay per view. We're splitting the money, and it's already at a million dollars." But again, it's a pathological lie. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that is, it's hard to hard to know what's true with that guy, right? Exactly. So. <laughs> um, but anyway. the fact that you you were sort of hyped on it too, you were sending me pictures. Yeah, I was like, shit. Well, I was I was like, should I try and get him on the pod? Did you get a picture with him? No. Why not? I should have. I don't know. Santos pictures. I'm not a big like. Not a big picture guy. You, I you felt like your I makeup should've. was a little runny that day. No, I, sh- I maybe should have. <laughs> maybe afterwards, I was like, I should have got a picture, but I was like, in the moment, you didn't, you didn't small... want to ruin the fun. You were having such a blast with them. Yeah. <laughs> Singing such a songs small together. Gathering too. Like there weren't that many people there. You were you were. I had your arm around him singing Rocket Man at the top of your lungs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, singing Irish, the, the Irish jigs. There was actually something where I, I, tried, well, to make, yeah, I, Dan, I tried to make Dan some joke the, and then he yeah. thought I was gay. He goes, are you gay? He asked me that at one point because I made some joke about because there were these gay. That's funny. Santa's there was a bunch calling of, you gay. That's I know. Rich. There was a bunch of gay Republicans there and then <laughs> one of them said something. They were like a couple. There's but, so many gay Republicans. I know. And then they were there and then uh, so one of them said something and then I like, I can't even remember what I said, but I like made some joke. He's like, wait, are you gay? And I'm like, no. I'm just like, my fiance's beside me. And he goes, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. But it was a good time. So what happened after the gay thing? You just sort of left it at that, went back to partying? Talked about something Put your arm around him, said, we are the champions. It's like, (laughs) are you gay? No. And the music comes back on. (laughs) Was it your order? Was it something you ordered? No. No, but but someone ordered a bunch of Popeye's chicken at the end of the night. Okay. It's just like all this chicken showed up. There you go. Yeah, I didn't have any, but... Also, we don't need George Santos' money because our Patreon's 40 away from our Bugman. Yeah, it is. The eating competition. Oh, man. We went to the game last night and you had a dog and I was like really feeling I should have had a dog I actually left the game and we went to the Rangers Leafs Leafs won yeah Leafs won big win and I was actually like because I had dinner plans after and then I was like I still should have had a dog. I was like, I also had dinner plans, dude. And I didn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah, I know. I was kicking myself. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather eat twice or not eat at all. The dog's happening. Yep. The, I, I, I regret it. I honestly regret it. Okay, so one thing that uh, the big news was the Alex Jones thing. They did a poll, and then Elon Musk basically asked people, and everyone agreed that he should be back on, and then he got back on. Uh, Just put uh, everybody back on at this which point, which is a huge win. Harvard activist, the Harvard speech activist must be very thrilled mm-hmm. <laughs> with her newfound love of free speech. 
love free speech. They love them some good free speech. There's nothing the Harvard fucking professors in the, in the university because they basically said their whole thing where they said, uh, you know, we want to have the, the the you're allowed to say genocide's good because of free speech or whatever. Yeah. But it's like they've been back in the day they were sort of saying microaggressions are bad, like sure. any you know any speech is hate speech. But now they've turned a new leaf and they're free speech guys. They, do you think they were celebrating the Alex Jones win? I don't know. Free because, speech guys as they are. Have you seen this? <laughs> I didn't send this to you. This is their the power and control wheel. What the fuck? So this is this is a Title Nine thing that you like essentially everybody who goes to Harvard has to like get sent this thing and it's the power and control wheel what the hell? Uh, and it says that around the edge of the power and control wheel you'll notice attitudes beliefs and systems like racism sexism misogyny ableism transphobia and xenophobia and then the inside of it's like a pizza and then it has all these other things inside of it verbal abuse cultural identity there's like uh, sizeism on the outside fat phobia sizeism fat phobia <laughs> tell me what you think this means okay cuz there was one on here where i could sizeism you're being sizeist right now and what do you think every time a girl takes Danny's pants off she's being sizeist <laughs> <laughs> but this is like a mandatory thing. This is this is uh, I think at all you like you know freshmen have to yeah yeah S size queen. So freshmen have to go through the power wheel. They got to do the power and control wheel. <laughs> but one of these things is cis heterosexism. I don't even know what that means. I think that's probably that just means like got to be of uh, your head. Your your you have sexism for people like you don't want if you're just like you a don't want to suck a girl's wiener. Yeah, it's got to be that. That's transphobia though. That's also on the wheel. Our body actually on the topic of colleges. So we have a body. Uh, Bellagi actually posted this too. It was so funny because the Larry Summers guy. Yeah, he basically got fired because he was <laughs> trying to write an article or uh, whatever they call them dissertations, whatever university people call their articles. Yeah, yeah. They write an article saying that men and women are different, oh, sure. and he basically was saying the bio logical difference between men and women and why you know men do one thing and women do another thing or whatever uh -huh. and then uh, he basically got like ran out of town for this article right okay. and then our a buddy of ours who was actually in college he used to um work with me a bit uh we won't out him but he sent me this and he was like because all this topic of the university he's like yo listen to this thing that we just got sent to our like university email oh i hung out with him actually on friday night yeah, yeah well yeah. we won't I, yeah, I i'm not gonna i think he's on yeah. the dl about his yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to be a college boy but basically he sent me this thing and uh so what happened was some girl there was kind of like basically homeless type guy that's running around campus fondling girls or whatever. Okay. And they did a, they post, they sent a thing out to everyone being like, be on the lookout for the fondler. And then they put, the suspect is described as male presenting about six feet in height with a beard, dark hair, and wearing a dark, uh, large beige jacket. But they, they don't want to say what the uh, yeah, race yeah, is. Well, of course. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Well, but what are you going to, well, how are you going to find the guy? We know he's, he's over six feet with a beard, might be a male, might be a female. We don't know what race he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was something like, say... All we know is he's grabbing bums. If he was something like, say, uh, Filipino, that would really narrow it down. It might, it might that narrow would it really down. narrow it down if, if they knew he was... Filipino and they said it. <laughs> do, do you think... Yeah, so basically... There's a lot of people you could exclude from being dangerous. Honestly... That one piece of information probably could have narrowed, at, at the bare minimum, yeah. narrowed it down by 50%. Uh-huh. Well, they don't even know if it's a guy or well, girl. Well, actually, it does narrow it down by 50% because you know he ain't white. <laughs> that, that's okay. It did actually narrow it down. Yeah, See, it does. The clues so they in are the note clues. Yeah, they are kind of telling you. The though. devil's in the lack of details. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the Alex Jones thing was... Sounds like a rabbi. He sounds like he's... 
This could be a rabbi. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably a rabbi. Probably a rabbi. Watch out for the <laughs> Dude, I had last night after I left the game. Did you see the... Because it's Hanukkah right now, and then the, the Jews in this city, the or like the Orthodox ones, are so fucking aggressive. Well, that to me. What did they do? With the mitzvahs and stuff. Dude, this kid literally stuck his head out of like a mitzvah bus, and he goes, Are you Jewish? They're like yelling at me <laughs> if I'm Jewish. They go, Are you Jewish? <laughs> and they have this weird lisp. They can't say Jewish. They say Jewish. And then when you said yes, what do they do? I don't say yes. Are you kidding? Oh. <laughs> Dude, that gets me fucking jammed up. <laughs> if I say yes, I'm like, I just agreed to do something for 20 minutes. <laughs> they don't just be like, yes. Sometimes they give you a present, though, no? Yeah, Jews are giving away fucking presents. No, they do, don't they? Uh, sometimes they I might. I feel like those guys oh, sit actually, in no, last, Square and they last, ask if you're Jewish. And if you are, they give you a present. If they're not, they spit on you. Actually, <laughs> at the Islanders game, I went to the Islanders Leafs game on Monday night. Danny's been on tour with the Leafs it, like yeah, a fish. Yeah, but, I know I've been following the Leafs around, but they were giving away uh, free menorahs, actually. But it was at the beginning of the game, and then you're like, what, I got to carry around a menorah all night? Fuck that. Do they give you menorahs sort of like the guys hand out the CDs where you touched it, you bought it? <laughs> God, well, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, the, you know, I don't. that's what I think. If Jews are like, here, take this thing, and you go, oh, thank you. And they go, that'll be $12. No, they don't ask you it'll be $12. They have the tap thing ready to go, and they just tap it to your ass. <laughs> Taps on your credit card without knowing. That's it. Do you think there's a new pickpocket style where basically... Basically, they have like a top thing and they bump into yeah, you they, they kind of bump it against you. your wallet. There was a... Cause that's a good, that's there, a good pickpocket There scheme. are RFID wallets that like block it and stuff because of that, I think, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, the Elon Musk thing was interesting because he got back on. I don't know if he's tweeted that much or whatever, but it was just obviously, as you can imagine, 10,000 articles were just like, you know, the world's over basically, right? Uh -huh. And then people like, even like... Uh, but, you know, Jason Callahan, it's like those kind of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. were, people were, you know, posting these big things about, obviously the main thing they're mad about is the Sandy Hook thing still, right? Yeah. When he thought the Sandy Hook uh, wasn't real and that's, or at least. The spaces he ended up doing when he got back on was like crazy. And Did you watch them? I listened to some of it. I don't know if they like got taken to piss. Yeah, he went and took a piss and uh, there was just, it was, like, the it was like Andrew Tate. Uh, Alex Jones, Elon Musk, like all these people just, I mean, there's a crazy feature. Bad Boy Avengers. Crazy feature of Twitter where they're like, you just have like this, just sets up these like phone calls that everybody can listen to with all these people. Kind of wild. Yeah, like super crazy. Yeah. But the, it was interesting because everyone, you can tell, you know, like Trump got people just like fucking so mad. Yeah. The Alex Jones thing, because it was 10 years ago and people are like really, really mad about it. And I was kind of thinking like, what would it take to get me like that mad about something? And I couldn't think of anything. Like even the thing I could think of, like maybe imagine there was like, it would, the closest I could get would it would have to be something where like 10 years later, I was still like, no way. Yeah. I thought of the only thing is if someone was, did something, uh, maybe they were like a pedophile or something and it was like you know molested someone like in someone you family? knew yeah, yeah you know what yeah, i mean for sure. and, and then they were someone like wronged oh. you badly but, I, but then you'd still be like i don't know if i'd be campaigning for them to not have like a twitter i don't know yeah. but also like, he paid like you know he's losing all his money over this so isn't it isn't that the like the fact that he is being penalized it's one thing to say but i could see being mad about it but still being like he can't have any social media platforms that's the part like i don't get I, I guess they're like he's gonna do it again. That's the, but I couldn't think. I was like maybe if there was like a girl that like falsely accused like everyone I know, and then they like went. But to the jail, thing is for him, you'd be like, get, I guess ten years later they're like trying to put her on social media again. But I still feel like but I, the reason he didn't get kicked off of Twitter for that though, he got kicked off of Twitter for like accosting Oliver Darcy, who's like a CNN reporter about some like free speech thing or something. So the thing is, okay. the problem is, is the how selective even Twitter was about it, and That's Twitter I mean. just came out 
too, I think it came out yesterday or two days ago, saying like they were manipulating the trending tab to choose what to make trending, which is like a crazy editorial idea or, or you know well, everyone knew that yeah i, I guess mean, that you could see with your own two eyes because you would see hey this has ten thousand tweets and it's not trending and this has three thousand tweets and it's trending yeah exactly so but i guess they i guess elon confirmed it which it had never been actually um confirmed but yeah like they got him the sandy hook thing was 10 years ago and then they kicked him off in 2018 for something related to essentially politics so they just one day woke up and just chose that they were going to kick him off. Well, yeah, he, they got him rid of it. There was one day where he got, like, wiped from the internet, if you remember that. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. It's, like, some crazy coordinated thing where they kick him off everywhere. But it was kind of like, I think what I was sort of, um, it, it, I think my conclusion was if enough people come together and they almost tell you it's, like, your duty, like, I feel like you can get people to do things on, you know you know how everyone even tells you, like, they have everyone convinced, like, voting's your duty? Yeah. Like, there's certain, and I know this is an unpopular take of mine, but I always say, like, telling people their duty, like, something, you have to go do something you don't want to do and it's your duty, mm. is sort of like how you convince dumb people to do shit they don't want to do. Like, yeah. but it really is, they go, it's like, it's your duty almost to be like, Bruh. Yeah, uh, I think that's how. I mean, the thing people. with the well, yeah, with the Twitter thing, I'm like, I don't know, I don't, I like, look, yeah, I'm, I'm more talking about people that are oh. just viscerally like fucking. They're still just like his name, just. Rah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, again, block him. I guess if you don't want to see anything from him, like there is a mechanism to mute and block. But that's people. my point. I think it has to be deeper than that, and I think they've convinced people that like this is your like it's a moral duty as a as a citizen to like be mad. Yeah, well, it's a moral argument. People are essentially saying, you know, that is the worst thing that someone can do, and like when you lost your child in a school shooting, and then for someone to you know make go and make your life worse for profit, which is you know debatable it's it's a pretty shitty thing he did and you know he tried to in the twitter space but there's people who've probably done worse things course, i guess right? of course there are and in the in the twitter space like there's people that have i mean people always the obvious one is there's people in government that have made you know decisions that have led to millions of people dying of course yeah should they not have twitter <laughs> I mean, if you want to no. be somewhat consistent, I guess, right? I, yeah. But that's what the you pick certain ones and convince people that this is like, if you're not mad about this, you're not a good person. Yeah. I think that's how you get people. I mean, he did a shitty thing. It's I guess the question is, does the shitty thing you did just define you for the rest of your life? And, you know, even if you've had some sort of penalty meted out like that's just it you go it doesn't matter like that's you who you are and we can't hear from you ever again because you did this one shitty thing i mean he also exposed epstein's island like 10 years before anybody was talking that's about the it. question well it's like does that balance so out? i actually went i was going through a bunch of conspiracy articles just to kind of see what are some of the big ones that are be proven true and there's some pretty wild ones that like were proven true yeah so it is, and if you get into that zone where you go, hey, the media is lying to you. There's a hundred things that, like, were you weren't allowed to say, and now they're proven true. You can easily see how everyone's super skeptical out of the gate, right? Yeah, I guess you, the trick is you just have to be, you have to be somewhat tactful in your approach or whatever. But the Gulf of Tonkin, like, that's the biggest one. Yeah. So it's like if they're like, you know, false flags, like, did happen. Yeah. For sure. You know, MK Ultra, like forever, that was just like, you're crazy. And then it was like, no, they're getting people they and force him to do acid. And you know, the operation. Charlie Manson, I think, was one of those. He was one of them. There's a yeah. lot of people that are one of them. You know what? And basically, they convinced them all to do acid. Then that 
proved to be true. And it's like, those are things that you'd lose your job probably for saying. Of course. Do you know what Operation Midnight Climax was? No, sounds hot though. <laughs> so I think it's like related to that. So it was established in order to study the effects of LSD on non-consenting individuals. Prostitutes on the CIA payroll were instructed to lure clients back to safe houses where they are serendipis serendipitously plied with a wide range of substances, including LSD, monitored behind a one-way glass. So basically they got CIA guys just behind a one-way glass fucking jacking Jack off of this shit. That's insane. <laughs> who's, that's whose idea was that, right? Yeah. I mean, there's Can a lot Can you imagine of you were a John and you're just like trying to go for a night out and then you actually, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to hit a prosty. And then you hit a prosty and before you know it, you're like on LSD tied to a bed basically. And then it turns out like the government yeah, did Yeah, the government this. did that just to run a test. Yeah. I mean, they famously like with freeway. Trying to see if your bone's harder or softer with more LSD. Yeah. With freeway Rick Ross or whatever, they uh, they they basically were like bringing cocaine in the United States and like created the whole crack epidemic. The drug with, ones, there's a huge And then the guy, George ones. Webb, it's so funny, the guy, George Webb, who did this whole uh, investigative journalism thing on it and at the time they're like this guy's full of shit and then he got fired from his job of course he did and then he committed suicide and like it's so funny because it's one of those things where there's there is some official explanation for how it happened but then you see he, he committed suicide found committed suicide two shots to the head <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, but they're like, oh, he shot himself in like one, and then like it hit him in the cheek or something, and then he like went. Oh, they had a crazy explanation. Yeah, so obviously, <laughs> it was banging her. The bullet was banging around. <laughs> but it's like he killed himself. One two shots to the head. One thing was wild. I don't think we mentioned this last week, but there was this article about how in Baltimore the homeless people are peeing all over every building to the point where it's like eroding the buildings. Yeah. And then to stop it, they basically were like, oh, let's put cameras everywhere on the buildings. And then the homeless people and a lot of their like uh, uh, advocates or whatever were saying that they basically did a statement saying it's unfair that they're putting cameras in their bathroom. <laughs> they're calling the building their bathroom. And then I was sort of thinking about it more. And I want it is sort of funny because you go, the bat, the cameras, the homeless people aren't going to care about the cameras. So really, if you are a part of that committee where you're like, how are we going to stop the peeing? You're the guy that's like, what if we film it? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> someone's like, that's not going to work. And you're like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I already have the mainframe set up in my garage. Hey. Hey, well, well, what would that do? It's like, I'll monitor it. It does sound like one <laughs> yeah, perv at the place. It's just like, let's film it. Because even if you saw it, you're going to call the cops and be like, we got one. Cops, uh, he's being on the building. And be, Can you be here in 40 seconds? Yeah, yeah, no, no chance. I mean, what are they going to even arrest them so for? So basically, you just have all this footage of homeless people peeing, and the guy's just like, and you go, <laughs> we didn't solve the problem. He goes, we solved my problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think homeless people are going to care too much about well, that. Well, that's what I mean, because I thought about it at the beginning. You can put it at fucking, like, dick height, and they're still not going to care. They'll just piss all over <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, people were protesting the cameras, but when you think about it, the cameras were not doing anything. No. no. So this is... Um, Another one was basically the government was put during prohibition. The government poisoned alcohol to keep people from drinking. Yeah, that's like a crazy one because people say stuff like that happens now, and you're always like as if. Yeah, and then it's like, well, they have done that. Obviously, it's not the same people, but it's like these. Well, this was like I, I thought with um, commercial alcohols. You know, they just made them add added something. And no, they were also doing it. it to like pro like bootleggers. Yeah, they were, yeah. It's like it's like putting. I, I mean, it's essentially putting fentanyl in the the yeah, drugs. Yeah, right. Essentially to and like dissuade you said, people were, from using drugs. That makes you definitely think if they're doing it now, that's for sure. I mean... The, because if they want some law passed or whatever, it's like, okay, well, a good way to get your drug law passed is too many overdoses, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and they're also like CIA and stuff has these black budgets where they can't get money from. Buddy, uh, I don't know if I told stuff, you this, but, but um, someone who works for the government in Canada basically they're doing these uh, like safe injection sites, right? Yeah, and they said they go so basically how it works is there's people are coming in to get. Um, their drugs and they give them like and they'll give them uh, 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 like the drugs to get off the drugs too. Yeah, like so methadone or something. How it started is they have now the the drug dealers come to the safe injecting sites and they basically each drug dealer has like an office. Yeah. So basically, the drug dealers just have like an office there and they just sit there with all their drugs and people come in and buy drugs from them and then they give them free like the get off drugs drugs and then they just walk off this walk across the street and one of the other drug dealers sets up shop that'll they can sell their fake drugs to get more drugs and then they just walk back and go to one of the drug dealers offices and then this is vancouver has to be i think this is toronto but it really? might be happening in other places okay. but this guy i'm pretty sure it was toronto but essentially what he said was because of the way that the, they always try to solve like multiple problems at once they gave former drug dealers the jobs of like running the place or whatever yeah but then a lot of them got back on drugs so he goes you know essentially like the guy running the place is like ODing in the corner so the guy who is like in charge of the one place like is ODing there's basically all these drug dealers just set up their things and then basically it's like a uh, drug flea market it's a drug flea market and then outside like a guy got shot which is like what draw attention to this mm. whole thing so basically you have you have a bunch of people uh, ODing the drug dealers have like their own office and then across the streets where the office and then oh this is the big problem it's a park it's a school across the street so basically they can't do their needles there so they go across the street to drop off their needles I'm, i might be getting like some of these facts yeah, yeah, like a yeah, little yeah. off but basically all the schools complaining because there's just the schools full of needles now because they have the drug site across the street and then and then they go to complain and the guy who runs the place is like ODing, and it's just like he goes <laughs> he's like you've never seen anything crazier in your life he goes if you want to talk about a fucking bureaucracy gone haywire yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, the, and they're just probably like well there's been five less overdose deaths so this is working but there's apparently you that's use not, that one metric but if you use like one metric you go well technically this yeah is well his argument is it's that's not really what's happening no i guess there's maybe more ambulance on the scene at the you know ready to go yeah so if you do od there yeah I mean, whatever but he said it's a fucking he's like that's, it's a gong show that's in toronto yeah 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 crazy it's kind of like when uh, uh, like a, a bunch of chicks put together like a charity and before you know it, it's all like a mess. <laughs> They're all like embezzling funds within the week. And then, why, what, what is the place where they like had some animal problems and they like released the bears? and then It's, the, it's yeah, releasing it's, the bears. It's releasing yeah. the bears. Yeah. Well, it's releasing the bears and then the bears are problems. So you release the lions to get the bears and then the bears yeah, lions are problems. So you give, no you know, predator you give the, the bears lions. guns. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I didn't know that we were going to be talking about this this episode, no. but I mentioned this earlier, the electric toothbrush yep. that has now been charged, ready to go. Let's go! Don't let Danny near the vibrating product, because it's going to be used for something that you're not going to want to put it back in your related. mouth after. I'll tell you that very much right now. <laughs> this is Quip we are talking about. They got electric toothbrush, mints and gum, uh, water flosser, which is a big... Yeah, uh, yeah, I use at home. Wait, buddy, you feel like you're at, you're getting your professional cleaning done. Yeah, pretty badass. Whether you're at home, whether you're traveling, brushing, flossing, it's got to be part of your habit. You know what I mean? I've been taking care of my teeth. I went to the dentist. I got all my yeah, fillings. Got to take care of the teeth. I got teeth. all my new fillings done. I got the electric toothbrush kiss, cooking. Yep. Quip. 
And if you don't know what it is, I got, well, let me just tell you about the Water Flosser. It hits all the right spots with gentle or deep, clean pressure at the touch of a button. Extra wide lid that fits right under the faucet and fills up in five seconds. Blasts away up to 99% of the plaque from treating areas with precision thanks to 360-degree rotating magnetic floss steps. So you've been liking it? Yeah, it's like you can get it really <laughs> in there, too. It has this long kind of arm on it thing and a little hook, and it just sprays us. So we've been telling you about Quip. Get your teeth right. The Quip Electric Toothbrush is loved by over 9 million mouths. On top of brushing, you can upgrade the Quip with a smart motor to track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. With stylish, affordable electric brushes starting at $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral care. So this could be a good present, too, for Christmas time if you haven't figured that out yet. So go to getquip.com slash boyscast right now. You'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser at getquip.com slash theboyscast. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash boyscast. Quip, the good habits company. And cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some mi- weird mind voodoo from your neighbor, mm-hmm. your wacky neighbor, nope. who's always fighting with his wife. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about fume. Not all habits are bad, so why not replace the bad part of the habit or the bad habit with a habit that's good. Smart. Fellas, we are talking about fume, and you know what some of those habits you might want to be quitting are, okay? Fume. Once again, another great present for someone. It's an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronic, fume is completely natural. Instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and make replacing your bad habits easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dials designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety when you're breaking your habit. It's got a good taste, feel, look, the wood, beautiful, Mm. fun to fidget with. All of the different flavors, so you can get a bunch of them, so you can keep it interesting. And you got to try the new Solano. It's made from premium walnut barrel. You knock on you go, is this walnut is right walnut? Here? Is this walnut? It's an onyx-coated mouthpiece that has a slightly softer finish. Start the holidays off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash boyscast, getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off when they use the code boyscast to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash the boys cast to save an additional 10% off your order today. <laughs> but that, so that was the bad booze one. It also, the bad booze thing also kind of got me thinking about American uh, healthcare because in the context of, uh, it, one of the things that are funny with America is it really is, other people have made this point, but it's such a, like, take, it's such of, like, uh, taking culture mm-hmm. that you have such a culture of, like, take what you can that if you had, like, free healthcare, like, you'd have people probably being, like, um, whipping off their own skin and you'd be like, why are you doing that? You're like, it's free to fix. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would go in and be getting, like, yeah, 95. Like, you'd be stupid not to. <laughs> well, look, at they gave people free boosters. They got 10,000 of, of course, them. Of course, yeah. You know what I was thinking? Okay. I, I know I'm sort of going on tangents here but um i was thinking because do you remember in the pandemic a lot of people would tell you uh they would tell you um 
in the pandemic, a lot of people were showing you whatever side they were on. They were showing you numbers. Like everyone had their different numbers. The data, yeah. So people like people that were pro lockdowns and stuff would be like, look at Florida. And then the people that were like against the vaccine would be like this. And I go, that's how you know this was a Chinese. This is how smart the like Chinese government is. Uh, the Chinese government created a virus that convinced everyone in America to do math. <laughs> So basically, yeah, get it, get it. Education in statistics. <laughs> yeah, the the Chinese government basically was like, we need to create a virus that gets everyone into math because <laughs> they're 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 preparing you for the Chinese takeover. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna need real good statistics knowledge. Isn't that a good point? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so, anyways, okay, the healthcare thing about was sort of funny, but. The best one is Canada tried to develop gaydar. That, I love this. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, you saw this one? That's good, right? Yeah. The Canadian government was so paranoid about homosexuality that it developed a gaydar machine, and it really happened. It was in the 1960s. The government hired a university professor to develop a way to detect homosexuality in federal employees. He came up with a machine that measured pupil dilation in response to same-sex erotic imagery. So they showed everyone <laughs> gay porn. <laughs> And basically what happened is you're like, if, you're like, I thought I was here for some sleep study. You're like <laughs> signing up for one of those like studies where you like pull the fucking tab and they're like, yeah, we'll pay you $300. You're like, just making us watch gay porn. And they fired you. They fired 400 people from the army for uh, basically. Their pupils dilated. No, yeah, exactly. Their pupils dilated and the guy coming when he saw the thing and that was called a dishonorable discharge. That's real dishonorable. <laughs> That's the ultimate dishonorable, dishonorable discharges. Oh, you, yeah. Because they're checking your pupils and one guy just creams his pants and that's the true That's dishonorable <laughs> discharge. Can you imagine getting fired from the army because the, you didn't pass the gaydar? Gaydar? And, you're, and then you're trying we to We need be, gaydar in the... I wish I had the gaydar oh so God. much. And then you're trying to be like, this isn't real. This is not gaydar. There's no such thing as... And they go, yeah, says the guy who fucking flunked it. Yeah. <laughs> but you would say that it's a fucking load of shit. You failed. <laughs> I would love to get my hands on the gaydar and but the gaydar is not really good because you have to show them porn first. Yeah. So your gaydar involves you holding a laptop of gay porn. Yeah. Well, it's like if the gaydar is if you start trying to use the gaydar, you lost because you're the guy holding the gay porn. Yeah, you're all watching gay porn. <laughs> like That's the trick. They ask you, it's like, hey, would you run this gaydar seminar? You're going to have to show everyone gay porn. You're going to have to collect the gay porn. You go, yeah, you go, you just yeah, failed. Yeah, you just failed. <laughs> the, the gay, that was the gaydar. Damn, Canada's wild. And that sucks so bad to be an army guy that got kicked out, and everyone's like, "What'd you get kicked out for?" And you have to be like, like "Gaydar." Like, I'm not gay though. The goddamn Gaydar got me. <laughs> I made us watch gay porn. So this is an army that's, guy. That's when you, and I'll tell you what, when you signed up to be uh, a university professor, actually, maybe this this guy could have been into it. But when you signed up to be a university professor, you also didn't think you were going to be searching through hours of gay porn to make your gay gaydar machine. <laughs> and you go, why are you looking through all this gay porn? It's like to make sure no one's gay. <laughs> I mean, it's wild what people do for work. <laughs> Wild, the just um, different types of jobs that exist, huh? <laughs> I have another theory about uh, that involves gay people. Okay. So the Hunter Biden uh, scandal mm -hmm. was a um, the Hunter Biden scandal was a uh, a plan. I don't know if plans a scheme. The Hunter Biden's plan. Uh, the Hunter Biden scandal was a big scheme to turn Republicans gay because it made them all beg to see his dick. <laughs> they're all sharing fucking uh, photos of his horn. Yeah, and they but they were begging for it because they were like, it's being censored. Like yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. showing us the dick, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? This, this has real consequences. Show <laughs> us the cock. It convinced a bunch of like Christian conservatives that they need to see this dick. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and it's they saw gay. It. That is. They did see it. Tad. I don't know if we. I don't want to get that. We have to. Once they did see it, we need the pupil dilator. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> the, see, China probably has an app where you That's see it on I'm your saying. phone, and then the camera just on your phone sees it. So they they show you the Hunter Biden thing. They show everyone, and then your screen records your people dilation. And then China makes notes of that. Yeah, I should delete my search history. Oh, my browser history. Oh, I don't have to delete mine. Gay, yeah. Boobs. I wonder how long they kept <laughs> bigger boobs. I wonder how long they kept going on uh, the gaydar thing for before they gave up. They go, this is bullshit. Four hundred people is what it sounds like. But like, was it like five years? They spent a hundred. No, I'll tell you it. what happened. Is the guy who was running the study to said he's gay, and he goes, shut it down. <laughs> Doesn't work. It's broken. The gaydar's broken. Yeah, the moment it turns on the guy whose like idea was to flush out all. Yeah, the someone someone important enough got called gay, and he said that. The Machines broke and shut it down. Yeah, I wonder if those people got their jobs back. I doubt it because it's probably like in the '60s or something. <laughs> this was so not when the military admitted their mistakes. Right. This was when they just probably just kicked you out and you go, "Yeah, good luck." Well, I feel like the American military would Gator would be like, "Are you in the Canadian military? You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in any other military other than the United States? <laughs> gay? <laughs> yeah, you failed the Gator. Failed the Gator." <laughs> How good is that? That's amazing. The dead baby project. So this is stuff that people always kind of say, but basically the government, um, they they uh, to study the nuclear fallout, the government was stealing dead body babies' bodies to do radioactive testing, and they stole like I think it was like thousands of babies. And basically, the it's kind of a little tweak from the actual truth, but the actual truth was they were going to the babies and sneaking in and being like, "Oh, sorry for your loss," and then getting a little sample, yeah, of, the baby, a sample of the baby, take cutting off a little part of its skin or whatever. Well, the families were still, you know, the well, yeah, the, the blood breathing. was still cold or whatever Ugh. the phrase is. Yeah, man. But that was one that's so basically the kid would die and they'd all oh, just pop in there, just make sure you're okay, and then get a little thing. So there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies that are real. The question Dalai uh, Lama was uh, getting paid, paid by, by the, the CIA. CIA. The CIA is up to all sorts of crap. I mean, the CIA killed fucking uh, JFK and RFK Jr. Like, the, uh, that's from RFK or RFK Sr., sorry, which is what RFK Jr. is saying right now. Right. Like, he's saying that. I mean, the CIA is up to all sorts of nonsense. All sorts of crazy stuff. And the reason for the Dalai Lama September 11th one, the the, the Dalai Lama one building seven <clears throat> uh, disclaimer on this podcast oh we probably just gonna get a thing a what probably just did get the thing below right we now we just got the thing below <laughs> it'd be cool note if the male who said that comment did not pass Gator <laughs> studies it's a Wikipedia entry I go what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, the Dalai Lama one was to destabilize China because he was kind of like an activist, right? It's yeah, like, not, yeah, that's the one they always do. That was kind of the Ukraine one too. It was like the yeah, Soros exactly. money for finding the Ukraine stuff, like so Nor they could get the turnover. Yeah, and like the Manuel Noriega, not the rapper. Yeah, so there's so many of these things that have been proven true, right? Yeah. Um, do you I, know what? Sorry, I was just gonna say I got the if people like conspiracies, I got the MH370. Uh, this guy Ashton Forbes on my show on Tuesday, December nineteenth. What's his deal? Low value mail. He's the guy I showed you with Malaysian the fucking pilot. The, the the flight. Remember I showed you the video where it just like disappears. Okay, that's his plane. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's been very active on Twitter. So you know what? Show. Okay, want to know something crazy? Because you know I'm into the cop shows, right? Yep. I go. I, I'm on tour. I'm watching them on TV. By the way, watching TV with commercials is literally out of control. Uh -huh. It takes you four hours to watch a one-hour program. It's mm -hmm. it's nuts, right? Some of the commercials, they don't have enough commercials, so they run the same one twice, right? Yeah. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> they probably sold this guy 10 commercials. They don't know sure. they're getting three in the same break. Yeah. But out of control. But uh, 
the crazy difference between FBI and Chicago PD is blew my mind. And I watched them back to back. Uh, FBI, I turned off because I'm not watching that propaganda any longer. Okay. FBI takes place in New York. Yeah. So in the middle of New York, they're having a, it's, this is how it starts out. They're having a white supremacist meetup in New York, uh-huh. New York City. The guy's standing, it's, you know, it's, the guy basically sold out Madison Square Garden for his <laughs> racist meeting. And the I mean, that did happen, but like in the 40s. This guy's standing up the screen and he's just doing all the things like immigrants, like, uh, you know, and the white man is being stifled. Like he's just saying all the stuff, right? Yeah. And then, you know, uh, basically, uh, um, uh, someone comes into the thing that isn't white and everyone stands up, go back to your country. <laughs> yeah, of course, this, is a, of this is a first and 15th. You know what I mean? <laughs> first and 15th, the guy's doing his white supremacy meeting. He's got 80 people there. Or not 80, 800. And then basically the cops come in and they're, you know, everyone, get back to your country or whatever. And th- th- I watched like another 10 minutes and I was like, enough of this. Yeah. This show is insane. Okay. <laughs> and then Chicago PD... The other way, Chicago PD, I think it's called that, but something about yeah, Chicago. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the, the guy with the series. voice. He's got the voice like me a little bit. By the way, Jonathan uh, Jonathan Height was supposed to be on our podcast next week. I haven't told you this, but he also lost his voice, and me and him were waxing back and forth about oh. voice stuff, and he might have to get the surgery, so, oh, he no. might, so it might have to get postponed a little bit. It's but this is how it. the guy speaks, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I was telling him, I'm, you know, I'm, I know yeah, all the voice tricks, yeah, right? tricks. I remember I lost my Well, voice. he went to a normal doctor, and basically I was telling him the normal doctor's capping with the things he's telling him. Cap of the week. Yeah, but so Chicago PD, it starts out, it's these two, uh, it's the main guy, right? And then there's like a bad guy who's kind of like a, you know, child abductor, woman abductor or something like that. Yeah. They, dra- they bring him to like a warehouse, kill the guy, the cops do, mm-hmm. uh, off, the, off the record. The cop, the main cop, takes the guy to the middle of the the forest, buries the body, and then comes back and bees a cop, and then they're looking for the bad guy and uh, knowing that they still killed him already or whatever, yeah. and then they're kind of like following up on their own like leads and trying to get, and then they're like trying to go, oh, we might go to the FBI, they have to stop them because they're going to find out that they killed them, and then at the end of it, the guy who knew, basically they shoot him, so he's dead, and then the body's buried, and it was like a happy ending. Like, what? Yeah, like, oh, so, so they're the, all super corrupt. But, yeah, but like the corruption was like the protagonist, and then at the end of it, it gets solved, and it was kind of like, you know what, that was a bad man, and we just have to live with what we did, but we did the right thing, and that, that's how it ends, and you're just like, whoa. That's crazy, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, that guy gets, you know, goes arrested, and you never see him again. That's the end of the ser- him on the series. Yeah, yeah, this is more like The Shield. You ever watch The Shield? Shield's that? The Shield's like that, where they're super corrupt, and they're just doing all this insane shit nonstop. Okay, well, Killing other cops. Chicago PD is that, and I guess they're good guys, though. That's the difference. I guess that's debatable. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, the, you know, the, the, good, the like way the, that they're written as the protagonist. Oh, they're written as the, yeah, yeah, they're written as the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. That's crazy. So here's, I'll just do another couple little, you know, crazy articles that are right now. The media says the economist names Trump the biggest danger for 2024, and this is on Axios. And you go, the the amount of uh, brain cells fried you have to be to be like the economy is going to be worse if Trump like the stock I market mean, will like jump twenty percent that day. All these people had their chance at this though. That like all the people who's with the chicken little stuff saying the sky has fallen. The last time Trump was president, you're like we've now made it through a full Trump presidency, almost a full Biden presidency. No, this time he's really going to tank. The yeah, economy. oh, this time it's a real threat to democracy. You're like no, we ha- they had their chance at that. Uh-huh. If 
you were right the first time, then I guess he wouldn't maybe, I, I guess if they were right the first time, then he would just be like dictator for life, but he's not. And you were wrong. <laughs> Shut up. Well, we had a, um, we talked about this a bit before because it was uh, popping into the consciousness that there's a little bit of conspiracy debunkers in the blogging community and they've debunked the conspiracy. We talked about it. They debunked the conspiracy that male might have been hunters and women's were gatherers. Yeah. Okay, so now it's been super debunked. It's been super debunked, massively debunked. But in in about a month of this getting on the scene, yeah. like a month ago, you started seeing the article where it was like every Roman was gay, uh -huh. and then it was like a week later, it was just like gatherers were men and hunters were women. This is this is where they're at now. Within a month of like starting to play around with this idea, prehistoric women were better at hunting than men. Okay, <laughs> all so, right. So now they weren't. Let me just get this cap. Off. <laughs> We're gonna go cap of the week. Cap of the week, everybody. Cap of the week, everybody. Caps on my head. Uh oh, yeah, that's that. If you envision nonsense. a prehistoric hunter, a vision of a caveman made spring to mind. Well, n not me. I my vision when I think of a hunter, I think like purple hair. I think <laughs> <laughs> two spirit. Two. I think two purple. Two hair. spirit minimum, at least two <laughs> spirits. A shirt that says the future is female, <laughs> just holding their pink bow. Yeah. Or not their pink bow, I guess their gender neutral colored bow. Mm, but, still be pink. But, <laughs> so, but the funniest part to me was they were like, if you back in time, uh, women were better hunters, and you're just like, well, why aren't they now? <laughs> Yeah. Well, think about that. You go, weren't. okay, so they have hunting competitions and stuff like that. Like, why aren't women better at hunting now? Yeah. And the crazy, I mean, this is uh, some real mental gymnastics stretching going on here for them to mental even, retardation to make this case, too, because essentially they're saying women hold fat on their bodies. And there just is, there is some tiny truth to it that are women have uh, a better, are better at long distance. And yeah. when they mean long distance, they mean a hundred mile runs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then they, uh, they say that women's, the way that women's hips are designed is like they have, uh, they, they can cover more ground with, without burning as much energy, I guess is the, which I, I don't even know if that's true, but that doesn't make them better hunters. I, oh, no, what they're saying is after 45 days of hunting, the guys are tired. And then on that last day, the girls are pulling ahead a little yeah, bit. And yeah. it was just like after the guys already got all the Yeah, we already animals. got the fucking woolly mammoth. We've been dragging it back for 40 days. Thanks. Saying, yeah, it's, it's cap of the week. But also the last line, they go, a new study claims that these cavemen paled in comparison to their female counterparts. Um, <laughs> so now they're saying they paled in comparison. For my bet, though, that wasn't the best line. That was the second best line. Sorry. Furthermore, we have no reason to believe that prehistoric women abandoned their hunting while pregnant, breastfeeding, or carrying children. <laughs> okay. So now <laughs> they got fucking two two kids on each tit, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. How do you write this article? You go. Remember how you thought last week that men were hunters and females were gatherers? Yeah. Actually, what's the truth is that females dominated men in hunting while they carried two babies on each of, of their course. tits. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even... This is real revisionism right here. Well, you got... This is... You got to be... This is crazier than anything Alex Jones has ever said. <laughs> yeah, why aren't they? These people not getting kicked off of Twitter for this nonsense. The only thing... Yeah, maybe there's the odd lesbian who's good at hunting. <laughs> Yeah, Highest domestic violence rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I say because they're fighting over who uh, gets to have the brush cut, <laughs> who gets to use the drill. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's interesting. Yeah, believe it or not, because the truth is, when 
a lot of uh you know like the girl lesbians it's like kind of trendy the you know non-binary bisexuals yeah whereas actual lesbians kind of fuck with me yeah like i find that i actually get along very well with actual like full yeah, actual well, like lesbians where it's like no i'm an actual lesbian yeah they're like actual lesbian they're not like all well because they don't believe they're kind of like dudes this. yeah they're kind of like dudes and they don't believe a lot of that like stuff. the comedians that i know that are lesbians they're like actually lesbians yeah they're like funny and cool yeah oh they're kind of like guys yeah, lesbos kind of rule. It's the fake ones that are annoying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the ones who are temporary. Doesn't, yeah. Don't own a single pair of overalls. Those ones. I haven't seen on stage, though, that um, uh, the trans stuff was... Because there was only one school shooter that was a male that was female. Mm -hmm. And basically, uh, 25 years as a female, no problem. One year paying for her own drinks. <laughs> get my gun. But I was yeah, saying yeah. that... But it's we, it's the same as uh, uh, the trans women. You go, they live 25 years as a man, one year as a woman. Now they're annoying. It's <laughs> <laughs> started switching. That's funny. But that was one. And then their last conspiracy is this is I'll tell you this is a conspiracy how women drinkers could save the male centric beer industry right. and they're <laughs> right we don't they don't need saving what, the, like the, this starts off with the idea that the, the beer false premise, drink, you're right yeah the beer drinking industry needs saving I'm pretty sure the beer drinking industry is doing pretty good they're saying beers on its way out yeah they're like yeah <laughs> beers done with why just because white claws or some shit yeah they're saying i think what they really mean is the bud light thing and they're just and their solution is more so by the way more this place is near my thing. house actually and it's it, i've walked by it looks kind of cool but it's just it's well yeah nice. if you want to have like a you know it's just girl a normal beer. it's not but it's just like a normal bar that's the nonsense is they're like we need to save you're like it's just shut up so what is it just like there are some brewing company, but it's a it's a brewery that's just run by chicks and so it's four chicks by chicks and it's beer. kind of, but it's just beer. But they're, it's beer promoted to girls, which yeah. is always yeah, going to yeah. be a niche. But they're positing it like <clears throat> like women are going to all switch to beer. But like chicks are stupid though because they they <laughs> are so um, easily influenced by marketing. Like I always make fun of my girl because she buys this um, like like a, it's like a protein bar, but it's like a protein bar for women. <laughs> Which is obviously like so it's more expensive. <laughs> right, right. But you're like, what does that mean? What's a protein bar for women? <laughs> but like it says like this is like the rapper's easier it's called to take like off. Luna Bar. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the rapper's easier to take off. It has snaps on it. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what would honestly what be mean? the difference? It's like chicks buy it. Like I remember she told us, she goes, Can you get the uh, it's a protein bar for women? And I go, Are you fucking retarded? <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? Was that extra estrogen or something? Like, it's like they sell it at Whole Foods, just like a protein bar. But they just the way they market it is chicks go, oh, it's for women. Sure, sure. I wouldn't want to have to screw up and get one of those protein bars for men, <laughs> right? That would kind of knock you. Male proteins. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, actually, but what? <clears throat> no, I was just gonna get. Uh, you got me thinking of uh, my drink that I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alienating marketing and sexist attitudes have long made women a second thought in the beer industry. Nothing to do with the fact that they like it less. <laughs> and by the way, if you want to, if there was a campaign to get women to drink beer instead of a forty-five dollar martini, it's like okay, good, sure. But it's like good luck with that. We'd all like that. Yeah, I mean, the main problem is it makes you fat, and girls don't like that. Now we're coming. Wake now, companies are waking up to the reality that inclusivity is ludicrous. 
um, boldly displayed in the craft beer section. So you sort of explain, but yeah, it's basically saying laundry. Craft beer for check, and they have like you know uh, their can is, but cans are there's a million different craft beer, cans. and it is fine. But I think the options, the idea uh, that this might save the beer industry, might be a little, <laughs> might be pushing a little. Yeah, how three women saved the beer industry <laughs> by convincing drink women to drink beers. It's like then they well, wouldn't you write an article after that being like. Uh, three women killed the martini industry. <laughs> also, like, they're all they're doing is convincing women who already drink beer to drink their beer. They're not, of course, chicks are not like that. Like my girl is not drinking beer. Like, no, not happening. Nor should she. It makes you fat. That's what I'm saying. But there's no scenario where any marketing campaign was so good that she's all of a convince the like, girls to have a loaf of bread every time. They yeah, party. she's like, I'm not drinking beer. Like it's not happening. She drinks mm -hmm. vodka sodas or whatever. Like. It's, doesn't matter. Um, I'm I'm not going to go too far into this because we did a lot of them on the Patreon. But just since we've been talking about the the uh, the COVID the zero COVID Reddit, yeah, people have been sending me a lot of stuff. And a buddy of mine sent me like a personal person that he knows, just a screenshot. Everyone's her name. She goes, "Snowy COVID conscious outside lunch at the office," and this person leaves the office to go eat lunch in the snow. Because they think COVID is really? too much of a problem. That's the photo. Dude, I saw, actually, I tweeted about this and people said that I was lying, but I was not lying. I was in near my house in Williamsburg and there's this place called uh, Chopped. It's like one of those salad places. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy, it's like at 8 p.m. on like a weeknight or whatever. I was walking to, I think, uh, Brooklyn Comedy Club. And he was sitting at the, like the bar that's like by the window. There was only two employees in the whole sort of giant thing. And he was eating a salad and he had a mask on and he was literally fucking like pulled the mask down takes a bite puts the mask back on and i was like jeez i didn't i was gonna take a picture but i'm like i didn't want to like blow up some dude like that you know no i don't want to do a blow i don't up i don't want to like, yeah like an actual guy or whatever so i was like i, I didn't do it but legitimately this is a week ago wild crazy and there's one more i only like she got sent a lot of them but i just picked the best too last night this is a girl's post last night once again discussing co well once again discussing covid with my boyfriend he snapped and said can't we just have one night that isn't centered around covid she goes i can't covid stole my life i have to fight emotionally and physically every single moment of my, every single day to stay alive i can't just ignore it would he have said this if i had a cancer diagnosis well, the obvious thing is, if you knew someone and they had cancer, it is probable that you wouldn't talk about cancer every moment of every day. Also, this isn't cancer. Like, imagine you had a wife that had cancer, and you and she was like, you know, had a year to live or whatever, and you're like, you know what, let's eat dinner. Like, you probably wouldn't talk about cancer the whole no, time. No, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. she's actually right. Yeah, you've been like, just picking at your peas being like so cancer stuff, yeah so. like exactly it's actually possible that Probably you wouldn't be talking about cancer your last the entire days. time so this girl's boyfriend's had enough where she just can't go through one night without her just talking about covid the entire time and how everyone's sure. know, ignoring it also yeah, yeah you're like you, everybody knows a million people who have died of cancer nobody knows anybody who's died of covid like you know at least when your people are like oh cancer you're like cancer serious you go yeah it is a lot of people die of it people know people that have died of covid like pretty rare yeah 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 like pretty rare i, I guarantee you well it's so. not a death sentence that's for sure not a death sentence <laughs> not that cancer is either but it's way more of one but uh, at the end of the day like anybody who's listening to this podcast like likely doesn't know someone who died of covid and then yeah they, they very likely and if they know do someone. they're very old yeah but they likely know someone who died of cancer mm -hmm. yeah so I mean, yeah, among a million other reasons was. Sure. <laughs> 
Oh, and you're just trapped in that relationship if you're that guy too, because because COVID has no end to it. She, she, this is for they'll the rest have, of her life. They'll have a cure for cancer before they have a cure for COVID. Well, like, she doesn't have a cure for f- not having COVID. That's like, right? what I'm saying. It's like, what, there's a cure for very thinking you might get COVID. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you another conspiracy theory. And the, okay. and the, um, the thread that I'm weaving here is you know all of those things you weren't allowed to talk about. And uh-huh. here's all the things that people are positing right now. And Five signs. The problem with your relationship comes from your past life. So this is very, very any problems that you stuff. Well, the gist is any problems that you have in your relationship. Your it's fault from a, it's from a past life. What's well, your past life like? So I'll tell you. You were like Napoleon or something. How to pick your lover? Okay. What is the relationship pattern? How do I spot them? If you are experiencing problems with your partner and noticed you've had difficulty in relationships, it might be a result of something that happened in your life in your past life. So generally, if you're fighting with your chick all day, if you're always having problems, yeah, that's not your fault. It's not her fault. It's Danny 2000 BC's fault. Could it be her be a, 2000 BC's fault? It's 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 someone else's fault. Someone That's the moral, else's fault. The moral of the story is you 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 didn't I mean, you didn't do nothing. I, well, that's the thing. I'm actually slightly on board with this if you can both agree that it's neither of your faults but that's the, i probably fucking our past life yeah, past life sorry if i can keep cheating on you so i was a cheater in the past life so. <laughs> i was a boxer and, in the she, past and life. she's like oh yeah i know yeah he goes yeah i know these past lives are crazy anyways glad we can move on from that and you're like holy shit <laughs> danny works? honestly i'm so sorry in my past life i was a librarian <laughs> Stop shushing me! I'm so sorry. In my past life, I was the head of I was the, I was the chief librarian of the New York Library. Sorry, I was very sound sensitive in my past life. In my past life, I had a I was uh, beaten if I made food. So if I can't cook, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you trick your girl into that shit, how do you pick your lovers? Sometimes, no matter how you try, the you start you date the same person over and over and over again. No matter how hard you try, yeah. Don't feel too bad about this inclination towards the same sort of partner. It could be symptom of a past life pattern you're working to overcome. Mm. So it's not that you dated these four guys that all uh, were deadbeats that went to jail and, yeah, uh, and you just like a bad boy. It's, it's with- well, it has to do with the fact that you've been dating bad boys for eight thousand years. It's a little harder to. <laughs> It's a little harder to Had get to rid do of with that you first thought. hunter who <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, caveman yeah, yeah. who bunked you on the head. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Yeah, just who we are, you know. That's my one of my favorite David Spade jokes. But he had this. I can't remember the exact wording, but the gist of it was: he goes, "When you date a girl, that she's the same guy over and over again." She goes, "Oh, my last eight boyfriends like cheated on me and hit me, and I'm just looking for a good guy." And he goes, "No, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are not. No, you're not." <laughs> no. So, um, how do you get along? Some people just don't get along. So, if you are not getting along with people, uh, it's past life. If you have a type, it's because of your past life. Perhaps in a past life, your relationship required struggle due to war or religious strife. Mm. You could be relieving such a pattern now, reliving such a pattern now, even though there are war or religious restrictions. Another possibility is that you were programmed by a past life to think being in love automatically means that you are going to fight. Passion for each other also means passion disagreements. So... If you're fighting all the time, it's because you were at war before. Damn, the chick's fucking really stretching to crank <laughs> out, it. crank out a 
fucking uh, article from If you're dating someone that hates your guts and you hate their guts, you don't need to make any decisions or movements. This is something that you have no choice and you're helpless to. And it was because you, uh, 40,000 years ago, your soul was in a war. Yeah, the, the, I mean, there there is one element of I like of this where you just nobody has to take any responsibility for anything. But the problem <laughs> is, just is the chick will then probably weaponize this way more than you. Uh-huh. Like for everything, she goes, ah, I was, you know. Obviously, I can't clean up. I was a fucking yeah. queen. I, I was a I was a queen in yeah. my past life. Yeah, I can't be made to do these things. And you go, all right. How you let them treat you. If your lover is unkind, thoughtless, or mean, leading to a blow up followed by remorse or a short honeymoon period. Um, in a past life, you might have been a slave or a servant. That's good. Telling, your, telling a girl she was a slave in the past life. <laughs> if it was any scenario where, like, like there would be for sure some chick who was, who was uh, like, you know, a white couple, and then, but it's like very like liberal, and the chick's like, I was a black slave. <laughs> This is kind of awkward. But. This is awkward because I was a yeah, black slave in my past. Yeah, in my, but he's like, but you're white. I I know I am now. But I am now. So lucky. That's yeah, what happens. Lucky Whitewashed me. over all these generations <laughs> makes me sick. <laughs> and I am yes, and I'm grateful that it worked out that way because the <laughs> world is very unkind to my people for the last thousands of years where I was a black slave. Now you probably heard us talking about this a couple episodes, but we're going to tell you about Lucy. You've been hearing about it all over the internet, but Lucy makes tobacco-free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out, smoother, inspire creativity. I actually heard uh, our boy Hermosi talking about yeah, it too. Yeah. You got increased alertness, attention and mood, focus better, think deeper, inspire creativity, relax. What makes Lucy unique? So if you're using this, if you're doing the pouches, it's 100% pure tobacco free nicotine so get the tobacco out of there no thank you beat it you'll never find tobacco in any of our products even with a magnifying glass it's not there not stop there. looking not there it's looking like looking for johnny's d it's not there <laughs> <laughs> switched it over I wasn't expecting that, man. Everyone gets his taste. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't know where I'm going. Lucy's pouches are available in five strength, two milligram to 12 milligram, 12 different flavors, cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen, pomegranate, apple ice, espresso. And me personally, I've told you, you know this, I'm a Lucy guy. Mm-hmm. I got them when I'm out. Sometimes I'm at the comedy club. Sometimes I'm just be... I mean, editing or whatever, you know, just a couple sure. pouches here yeah, and there. Little... Something I personally enjoy, man. You got They got rid of all the bad parts. Yeah. They don't leave your mouth dry. Flavors are long-lasting. They got uh, breakers, pouches, and gum. And Lucy's got the perfect balance of nicotine and flavor. So I am a fan. Whether you use nicotine to focus better, get a boost of energy, or to chill and relax, Lucy is made for your nicotine routine. If you want to try Lucy's tobacco-free breakers, pouches, or gum, go to lucy.com. C-O slash BoysCast. Use the promo code BoysCast to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That is L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use the code BoysCast to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age Mm -hmm. and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh. You know, here's another good one. So we talk about Mamma Mia. Yeah. The very creepy tale of the ghost that haunted the Mamma Mia office. Yeah. So basically the girls that work at this <laughs> blog have convinced themselves that their office is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> People hear strange voices. New equipment would stop working. Doors would slam shut. So the new, they'd buy like a new printer yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it would stop working. Yeah. And I think the they just probably had to plug it in. <laughs> All the chicks of Mamma Mia. 
<laughs> Couldn't get the printer working. <laughs> g -g 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 ghost. <laughs> That's the funniest part. <laughs> they think there's ghosts because they couldn't get the new one. Nothing works. <laughs> clog, <laughs> clog the toilet with their fucking makeup wipes. They're like, it's a ghost. <laughs> does, it, does anyone know how to work this drill? <laughs> ah, fuck, the ghosts are at it again. Fucking ghosts. <laughs> it's just unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> computers are broken the circuit just yeah. needs to the circuit breaker just needs to be flipped they literally call like the best buy geek squad slash ghost hunters <laughs> like, well, we do a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that you have a bunch of girls in an all-girl blogging office <laughs> and they've convinced them it was I mean, based on the shit they crank out uh, that does kind of is on brand for them to think it's just ghosts <laughs> According to my colleagues, the urban legend, the office was haunted by ghosts. And even since then, Mamma Mia's staff have had many unexplainable, eerie, and spooky mm -hmm. experiences. I was thinking one of them would be um, that uh, one of the, like, the, the girls are all fat, so they're just eating each other's food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who ate my muffin that I left in the mm -hmm. counter? It's like, ah, oh, the ghosts are back at it again. <laughs> Everyone's eating each other's lunch because they're just snap, you know, walking in there, eating a little, eating a, eating a little bit of someone's lunch and then wrapping it back up. <laughs> Ooh, spooky! <laughs> Halloween must be a fun time. Uh, yeah, he didn't finish your report on time. I know. <laughs> well, the ghost definitely eating people's reports a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's left us wondering why we've been so susceptible to eerie encounters or do you think it actually is some ghosts and it's some bro ghosts that are fucking done with this yeah, shit yeah done with this thing <laughs> the, they've recently been killed by like some woman who poisoned them from watching from, go, this, I'm from reading Mamma Mia so like my rest of my life I'm haunting Mamma Mia I'm, I'm gonna go haunt female bloggers and just what are you doing just like dicking around just sort of <laughs> turning so you know what I'll tell you I'm doing a lot more than they are <laughs> <laughs> watching them work not a lot going on over him, Mamma Mia. Oh, and he goes, comes back to the other ghost. He's, I'm really fucking letting them have it. What are you going to do? And he's like, I unplugged the printer <laughs> for starters, closed the door. <laughs> That's one thing. They said one time the door is slammed shut at the same time, and well, that was okay. one of their big pieces of evidence. Ooh. It's probably ghosts. Yeah. The team. Stories of the ghosts that haunted the old office and the ghost encounters. <laughs> they had ghosts at the old office and the no new office. <laughs> So the ghost followed them to the new office. Over. He's got a bone to pick. They have had since. Be warned, spooky stuff ahead. Brand new equipment would sometimes mysteriously stop working. <laughs> the lawnmower that was uh, for our little patch of grass outside was just. The oil was always at the gas. The gas was always empty. Yeah, and the ghost also made all of our iPhone screens be cracked all the time. <laughs> the ghost is cracking their <laughs> iPhone screens. That definitely wasn't us. <laughs> One time, all the office doors slammed shut in perfect sequence. Do you think that's possible that their temper tantrums are syncing up? Mm, yeah, like the like periods. You, yeah, you put well, the girls, periods sync up. You put them in an office for a long enough time, their temper tantrums, so they synced up there, ah, and yeah. slamming the door. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the, happened to be the day that they got rid of the kind bars for the office. <laughs> Everybody slammed the door at once. Have you seen the thing in, uh, 
in the top and in Canada where they're having like all these arguments about uh, how they can get more tampons in the male bathrooms. Oh, in, in like the military? Well, that's the new thing. So basically the law was, because everyone, all this stuff's happening and Justin Trudeau's entire thing right now is getting more tampons in male bathrooms. Yeah. And they all just sit there because... <laughs> Probably don't need to explain to you why the tampons are just sitting there, <laughs> but basically they're now their new thing is they're every every government uh, uh, Organization has to have them. Yeah. Right. So they did a, the the new one is the military and they're went into every military thing and then they're installing tampons in all the male boss bathrooms in the military Good stuff. Yeah, they're really getting that country they, back. I wonder if they uh, are good at like cleaning up normal spills I can see those just like some auto mechanic shop and they're just fucking wiping their hands. I can see that too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely there have, uh, this is an excuse for people not to work too. Or yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, I can't work today. The ghosts are <laughs> the ghosts. Yeah. One day. And then one day we had a medium in the office and she a, chased me through the halls. A medium. Probably more like a double XL. No one fucking. <laughs> oh, Mia. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> That medium? <laughs> that is a medium. <laughs> the medium comes in. I'm going to help you talk to your dead grandfather. Like, oh, I don't know if mediums. Yeah, are. medium's not really appropriate. We, the water was shaking when you walked in. Uh, let's call you a double XL. <laughs> a medium. <laughs> I bet your husband wishes you were a medium. <laughs> <laughs> And she said she had been debating telling me that something bad had happened and she asked if I had anything new attached to my body and after a back and forth I told her I'd put hair extensions in and she said that could have a bad presence attached to them uh, which could turn slightly unpleasant so the medium mm. <laughs> that's why the mediums all those fortune tellers and uh, the whimsical people they've they really it's kind of like how uh, comedians have certain crowd work bits that would just work every time yeah they basically that kid they go is there any Anything attached to your body it's like any girl who wears any sort of makeup be like i have blush on you go that'll be it yeah well, we found it i told you there's the one fortune teller once that told the girl uh when i was uh went to because a fun date i told you it's going to the fortune teller sometimes yeah but the guy said to the girl i was with that he thought um that she was into animals <laughs> That's yeah, one of his bits. He tells girls here in animals, and the girl's like, this guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, that maybe backfires one in, I don't know, 50,000 times. Zero girls have ever said, you've got the wrong guy. I hate fucking <laughs> hate every animal. every animal across the board. Okay, so there's, uh, there's all these Instagram accounts where girls basically, it's like non-monogamy. Yeah. And a lot of it is kind of lesbians being like i'm dating a girl and we're non-monogamous and here's why it's kind of being like here's how you deal with jealousy a lot of it is like i hate this but this is why i'm wrong right <laughs> sort of okay. thing um yeah but there's this one coping yeah there's this one uh, uh that i'm gonna play right now so this is uh, a instagram video she made so for a long time i wanted to have a kid and my partner wasn't sure he was ready so I'd bring it up every now and then. How about now? How about now? How about now? <laughs> Until one day I was just fed up with not knowing and decided I'm gonna do this on my own. So I found a friend who was willing to be a sperm donor. I actually ended up meeting someone who wanted to co-parent with me. And I was really excited about the possibilities of having a child in this non-traditional way. And it was only through this process of me finding another way of doing it that my partner 
was able to look inside himself and see, hey, actually, I really want this too. And I know that. <laughs> <laughs> really, and she really forced his hand there. <laughs> she kind of explains, like, and she kind of uh, goes on to uh, explain, like, he. She, she goes, "This is the importance of taking the the pressure off the guy." <laughs> Actually, I got. I should play that's that crazy. last part. Oh, you don't have a kid? That's cool. That's fine. I'm just gonna. Yeah, let me play that last part because that's what she says. It doesn't help to continue asking them if they're ready. Sometimes the key is taking the pressure completely off. Recognizing that their needs and desires and wants are different. Than Do you think that's what she did? Took the pressure yeah, completely know, off. <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah, cool. You don't want to have a kid with me? That's fine. Like, I'm just gonna go get some random dude sperm and just like <laughs> fucking have him crank one in me, and I'll have a kid. And then if you want to, you know, help with it. Oops, still playing. Yeah. Like, if you want to help with the kid, all good. If not, that's cool. This too. is the ultimate. Then I'll just go on vacation by myself. Totally. <laughs> fine. I'm going to Cuba by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want to go. That guy goes, oh, you know what? Now that you kind of, now that I have some time to think about it, I would love to have a child with you. <laughs> the guy she's totally <laughs> arrived at that decision on my own. <laughs> the guy, the guy she's dating and potentially lives with. She goes, I already found the guy who's going to put his and we're going to co-parent and with me a, and the other guy. I don't know. <laughs> we're just going to each split this kid. <laughs> but me and you can still stay together. Well, you're not interested in the kid, you yeah, said, right? If you want a kid, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you're not interested. It will be my kid. Like obviously, it'll be at our house probably most of the time. Yeah, but it, at least half of the time. It'll be my kid, not your kid. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> That's like so many guys. Have she got, took the pressure off. Huh? I mean, how many guys have gotten roped into like a dog? You know. Where, oh, exactly. It'll be my dog. Yeah, he goes. It'll be my dog. You don't have to do anything. And then you're like, yeah, right, okay. Right. In what you? In what world? <laughs> I was loving that so much. The idea of uh, <laughs> this girl being like, just completely took the pressure off. Just let him know that I'm just gonna have some other guy give me the sperm, raise the kid. He can just lip. You know, we'll still be together it won't <laughs> have any effect on him yeah good luck pal oh shit <laughs> also um yeah so uh, uh i guess a lot of people i'll probably see you at the toronto show which is gonna be awesome yes, um but so i got the next night at 10 p.m yeah we're doing the next night danny's oh, doing his yeah. full headline show yeah in toronto at where uh, is backroom comedy club 10 p.m just go to uh link Tree. It's Danny and friends. So a bunch yeah, of good comedians. Link, link yeah. slash Danny jokes. Uh, just one show, 10 p.m. I uh, just added it kind of last minute. So if you're in town, if you don't uh, unable to make it to the Friday show or whatever, come out Saturday night. Yeah, come out Saturday we'll night, and I'm going to try to drop by and do a spot on that as well. Mm. So it'll be like, it'll be a lot of the yeah, Toronto boys. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. So definitely do that. And then next stop, well, you know what? We should announce this, but we have a special guest. That will be announced. George Santos. That will be joining me on a European tour. And that special guest is Danny Bullshock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Danny will be coming the whole yeah. tour. Yeah. I'll be coming the whole thing. He's going to be coming everywhere. I've been coming everywhere. So we can probably do some filming and stuff like yeah, that yeah, while yeah, we're yeah. there. Oh, yeah, we're going to go find those. Uh, what are those? The, we're bringing the a guy beef eaters? filming with us. What's the beef eaters? The dudes, they stand like this instead of the London, like the their, their palace. You know, they got the big hats and then they can't move. I don't know this. Oh, what are you talking about? The guys who can't move? The uh, guards. The guards, yeah. They're, they're called, called beef eaters? eaters? Yeah, and there's the rum or the gin. Sorry, beef eater gin. I don't know any of this and then shit. you go around and you go, ah! <laughs> and you're like, I'm not touching you, not touching you, not touching you. Uh, just gotta be like, do the gaydar test on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab a laptop and just play hardcore gay porn. 
Let's see those pupils. <laughs> Dilate. <laughs> but yeah, so Danny's coming. It'll be a fucking banger, dude. Uh, we have Dublin. Uh, L- Dublin's almost sold out. London, we added more shows. Antwerp, Amsterdam, we added another show. Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm, Perrysburg. And then it's Columbus, uh, Dallas, Baltimore, Calgary, Boston, uh, Winnipeg, San Diego, Atlanta, and yeah. also... Uh, I've never been to Scandinavia. I don't been? know where any of these places are, dude. I've never been to Scandinavia. <laughs> People keep saying the tour, like, you pumped to go to this country? I go, am I going yeah. to that country? I mean, I we're know. spending no time in any of those places. We're spending a bit of time in London, Dublin. Yeah, yeah, two days in Dublin, yeah, two so. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, not really. Other than that, not really. <laughs> like Sweden or whatever. Stockholm for half a day. Girl entrepreneur alert. Uh-oh. So we have an alert. Hide your wallets, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't going to be cheap. <laughs> so sometimes you might see people on the internet telling you about their entrepreneurial ideas, which may be starting an app. It might be, you know, kind of a hustle and grind culture. Yep. Starting a starting a beer, you might start a mm-hmm. workout consultation service. Yeah. There's some other ideas that you might do too. Sure, you might do my really good idea that no one ever wants to do, even though it's a really good idea, and that's the ice cream cone with more ice cream cone to catch the drip. That's a good idea. It's my best idea yet. No yeah, one yeah. wants to do it. Yeah, it's, it's one of my ideas. No one's yet to come up to me with a proposal, mm-hmm. but I do want to go in the ice cream cone business. <laughs> the ice cream cone cone business. <laughs> Um, another one, uh, <laughs> do the allergy style, a glove for eating popcorn. <laughs> so you don't get the butter on your hands. Hold he on. has the glove for eating ice cream. <laughs> but no, my idea is actually good because the ice cream always drips all over your hand. Yeah. And then you have another ridge underneath that catches yeah, the drippage. Yeah. It's basically a cone. bigger cone. But it's a the, two it's a two ridged cone. Yeah, it's a two ridged cone. Yeah, it's like a like a visor that goes and catches all the ice cream. Yeah, I think they're ha- they have that. Those are my main ideas. I think they have that, but not made out of cone. They uh, have that, but it's paper. I think I might have seen the paper one. Something yeah, sort of looks like, but the thing to put on the dog's neck. Yeah, exactly. It's you don't want the paper thing. You want it made out of cone. The cone cone. If anyone wants to come to me a prototype, let's go into business. If any of our essentially any of the boys guys listeners work in the ice cream cone. Well, it would be a cone. It would just be like a exactly like a dog cone, and then you just slide it. And, and it tapers, right? Because the ice cream cone tapers, so eventually it would just lodge, and then that, there you have it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, anyways, the girl. Maybe the question is, it's too much of a mess to eat at that point, though. Well, there's, there's, that's all. It's preventing the mess. You don't fucking throw shade on my idea. It's the literal, the opposite of what that is. Yeah, but what happens once you get? Because it's collecting, though. And then how do you get, eat out of the the ice cream? You eat it after cream. your ice cream's all gone. Oh, so you're saying it'll be at the very bottom? No, it'll be near the top, like a mm. centimeter down. Mm. Two of your D's. I just, my, I just <laughs> eat my ice cream fast enough. You never, you never seen a drip. Well, you, yeah, you don't have drip like yeah, me. I drip. No, I just take a temperature and I go, it's kind of hot outside, kind of humid. I have eight seconds to eat this before. <laughs> so, but that's, you know, those are the ideas that I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. Option two, I use my pretty privilege to make strangers buy me things mm. and no one says no to me. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> this girl's got a new side hustle. Ladies, if you're looking for a side, side hustle, hustle just dropped. have you considered begging for stuff on the streets? <laughs> Flirting with random men in order to get them making a man think that you might have sex with them if you can conv- and then convince him to buy you an iPhone cover. <laughs> As she's telling this, she's writing this thing, I go, 
Just tell me your OnlyFans thing. What's your OnlyFans? What's your OnlyFans? All right. 20-something, Layla Lazel regularly shares her success stories on the platform, posting videos of herself approaching men on the street and requesting designer bags, perfume, and even an iPhone. You got to be some type of chump to be doing that, eh? You're like, I need a new iPhone? Buddy, I'll tell you what the real chump thing is. I don't know the type of guy she's uh, getting, but she's getting these chumps. They're buying her stuff. Can you imagine being like the chump of the millennium? Some girl friggin' comes up to you is just like, Oh, excuse me. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, you mind buying me an iPhone? And you go, and then you buy it. Afterwards, she goes, all right, see you later. Do you want, can I have your number? No. You feel like the chump of the year, right? Yeah. You're just like, I'm a fucking moron. And then next day, it's going viral on TikTok. (laughs) You buying her that shit? You got to do what that, that that meme or whatever. I think I've said it before, but it's so funny. Some guy was trying to buy a baseball card and uh, the guy's like, they're negotiating online. The guy goes, take like, he's asking like a thousand. The guy's like, take 50 bucks for it. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, come meet me at this place. Or sure. Whatever. And then he, the guy texts him. He's like, uh, "Is this the right place? I'm outside of a comedy club." And the guy goes, "Yeah, go up on stage and tell your jokes <laughs> to somebody else." As <laughs> <laughs> so chicks go, "Can you buy me an iPhone?" You go, "Yeah, yeah, just meet me over here. It's waiting for you." She goes, "At the comedy club?" You go, "Yeah, go up on stage." <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. After the guys buy her the iPhone or the Chanel purse or all the things, yeah. does she say, God bless you, sir? <laughs> What's the greatest nation in the world? Donation. God bless you, God sir. Bless you, sir. Oh, God bless you, God sir. Bless you, sir. <laughs> she should at least have to say, God bless you, sir, after her begging. So she's sort of like a high-end beggar. There's more to this. Because one, I don't even know if I how much I believe this, but... You think it might be some fakes? <sighs> no, guys are suckers. Guys dude. are suckers, but what is she offering? I... Like even the suckers, she's the offering suckers. basically the promise of potential poontang in the future. Obviously, but it's like, do you even get a date? I feel like you have to at least get a date first and then bag second, or apparently, or at, not. Least, at least a, a guarantee or a, just like making of a date. You don't even have yes, to just sign this contract that'll allow me one sex session. Okay. <laughs> You're saying, yeah, she doesn't. So she'd be like, hey, you want to go on a date? You go, yeah, I'll bring you a bag when we like meet at the restaurant. Well, Daniel, a kiss is not a contract, <laughs> though it's, it's very nice. nice. It's very, very nice. nice. <laughs> so she's she's been making a career out of this. Yeah. Begging. It's a it's begging. New hot <laughs> technique. I will show you for ten dollars a month, I will show you how to beg for change. Is this closer to being And a then con you man? show five other people to beg for change. Ten <laughs> percent funnels up to you. Doesn't sound too bad. Is this closer to being a con man? No, it's closer to being a beggar. You think so? I think. But she's picking marks out though, right? Because she's approaching them. She's not like sitting there with a cup and well, everybody's walking by her. Well, that's she's, beggars she's, pick probably ask different people. They see true. a guy not flying in the wind, they know they got yeah, a mark. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I guess she's, she's just operating on. She's begging on a higher scale, right? Yeah, she's like a lot, like the high class prostitutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I only do one guy a night, and it's five thousand dollars. Basically, good, um, for, good for them. Yeah, basically one above CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, to me, the funny thing about it's funny this. She goes, London-based looker has scored Marc Jacobs purse, Chanel fragrance, coffee, food, mocktails, skincare. Mocktails? Yeah, I don't know if that's a typo or what, what's a mocktail. It's a cocktail with no alcohol in it. So she got a free mocktail? She got a juice. <laughs> Just a juice. Ooh la la. Someone's eating tonight. <laughs> She got free juice. Like a Diet Coke. That's a mocktail. I use charm, charisma, and riz to persuade guys to riz. buy me things. Yeah, obviously, you're using the fact that they might bone you. Yeah. 
But the fu- uh, to me the I, the good thing is like she's telling other girls to do this and it's like you better be super hot. <laughs> it's like the other girl being like, "That does seem like a good idea." <laughs> hey, you want to buy me some Popeye's chicken? <laughs> you have to have no. <laughs> Obviously, if you're not hot, you got to start a little lower, right? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so you go. Well, the Chanel purse didn't work. It's like okay. Well, I asked the guy to buy me a Chanel purse. That didn't work. I was went down. I go. How about an iPhone? Nothing on that. Nothing. How about a BlackBerry? All right, still <laughs> fucking shooting blanks over here. Asked the guy to buy me a juice. No on the juice, no. huh? Can I have change? <laughs> change. change. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I just have some money? My kids are my my kids are starving to death. I've not. I have not. And then you you find yourself. You watch this one TikTok video. You're a girl that's not hot, and you're just like, I could be a beggar. Fight. Cut to four four years. Four, cup four years later, you just walking onto the subway. My name is Suzanne <laughs> Johnson. I have 19 kids. I am a veteran. I'm a veteran and I just need they used to have better the old scams was I need money to get uh I'm trapped in New ticket. York. I need a bus ticket to get back. Yeah. Yeah, they don't yeah, they don't do that one. Actually, someone hit me with that. Whoa, oh God bless you, sir. Someone did hit me with that recently. You got hit with it? With the bus ticket, yeah. So, uh, so it's still it's an it's a goldie but a goodie. Yeah. No, here in New York, they're just more aggressive. They're just like, give me some money. Okay. <laughs> Very forward. This one says, I haven't found anyone to say no to me yet, but if you don't ask, you don't get. Um, That's a lie. Yeah, but that can't be true that she's not batting one. a thousand. Do you see Will? I'm just walking up to random people. Definitely. Well, on the topic of the Gen Zers, this other girl, she's got a she's got a bit of a f- uh, accidentally four boys yeah. move. She goes, this Gen Zer says she'll only have a baby if her partner pays three hundred and fifteen k a year, and she has this she has this what big contract she's looking number. for. Yeah, yeah. She's done the math. Twenty three year old influencer says she won't sacrifice her body for a baby unless she gets three hundred and fifty k annually for therapy, a personal trainer, uh, baby needs. And she's given uh, a a birthday present and a mommy makeover. So if you were a guy dating a girl, wasn't that interested in kids, you're literally just like, still working on that 315. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I want to have yeah, the kid. Yeah, I'd love to. But uh, I'm, you are deserve everything that you want. Uh, uh, this chick would be a fun. And honestly, the, I asked my boss at the plan to figure... <laughs> Yeah, I guess we're just gonna have to keep uh, keep you on the pill. Can't <laughs> afford. Uh, I just I can't afford to get you pregnant, and you obviously don't want to be pregnant. And so. believe you me, I would love that. I went up to my foreman and I said, <laughs> "I'm gonna need 315 extra k." And he said, "It's coming. It is yeah, coming." Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, I guess gotta do a little extra overtime, but you know, they're just the plants falling on hard times." So. The 315 k is on its way. Do not you worry. So we'll just keep banging with the pill for uh-huh, the meantime. Uh-huh. Uh. I'd never put my body through having a kid for free. Beside the 315, she has some other non-negotiables that include a housekeeper for the first six months after the baby is born. This is just like a... a like She's a like Shohei Otani. She's like... A, sort of like a 20-year-old 20, 20 guy just being like, my need, <laughs> my wine. She 10 out of 10, weights on me hand and foot, yeah, yeah. zero body count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's like, well, this is what I need. She's always looking hot. Dinner, every meal's prepared for me, and I won't settle for anything less. So insane, because it's just like, if this is actually you, and she's pretty hot, but I would definitely just keep this to yourself. There's, I just don't, like, unless you think you're going to find your new I think husband. she's, well, it wasn't working, right? Uh, so I think she's now has to, she's has to what? cast a little bit of a wider net, right? 
<laughs> Did you see Will Smith has a new girlfriend? Yeah, he looks exactly like Jada Pinkett Smith. He's damaged goods, man. <laughs> I was fucking dying that he has a new bald girlfriend. Looks exactly like her. Well, he's proving that he's not gay. <laughs> I guess by dating a bald chick. No, I want to do a sketch about this, but I'll tell you. Uh, or just maybe like a news story, but this is my theory. So people are saying Will Smith's gay, right? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, his rebuttal to that. Is he saying, well, if you think about it, when a girl has is bald, you can see her skull, scalp, so you're actually seeing 5% more women. Whereas oh. when you're dating a girl with hair, yeah. you're being deprived of seeing the full yeah, woman head skin. to toe. What are you, like, Whereas Will Smith, with guys, more hair the better, because I'm seeing less dude. Ooh. That's how straight he is. That is pretty straight. Yeah. Well, he's like, what, you're saying you want to cover up more of the woman's skin? <laughs> a little gay of me. Yeah. If you ask like a, me. It's like a burka. You want her to, yeah, you want her to wear a friggin' Eskimo suit? Mm. Gay. Interesting. <laughs> Will Smith, like, Interesting strategy, Big Willie style, likes to see every part of the woman. <laughs> likes his chicks to look like Kojak. Well, no, hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. I like a naked woman, and that includes no hair covering up the skin either. That's a good point. What do you want? Your gover co girl covered in hair? Uh, a burka, ideally. <laughs> so, Danny, he likes a bald woman. What yeah. are you? You like a hairy woman, I guess? Yes. That's, that's on, the alternative. On the head area. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's you. The alternative is you like a hairy woman. Do you think this chick's met Jada Pinkett Smith? Because they have like some weird relationship where probably Jada like sees this photo. She goes, I'd love to meet her. She probably would do that, yeah. You know, she's like, oh, I'd love to meet her. And then she probably makes her like her best friend and then has her break up with Will. And then she goes, yeah, we're such good friends. We Will, just had a threesome. did you think you were actually going to win this one? Yeah, well, me and your new girlfriend just had a threesome with uh, Jaden's friend again. <laughs> That's how much of a happy family we are. <laughs> By the way, if you want to call in to Red, Shoot, Red Diaries or whatever, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, going to be doing a four hour long presentation about all the positions we did. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. You thought that uh, you thought that was just going to be a win for Will? Poor guy. Listen, Will, you're a fucking L factory, and don't forget that. You're never going to win. You never will win. How could Will Smith be an L factory? What happened? A woman. I got the good point. Jada Pinkett, bitch. Bald ass bitch. <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's one quick thing, but holy! Well, actually, there's two different two different parts. But um, uh, on the topic of uh, religion, a pastor turned to OnlyFans. Uh, a former model turned pastor in Brazil is going back to her scantily clad roots, but she said she now feels closer to God than ever. Yeah. OnlyFans pastor, ladies and gentlemen. So you basically get a confession and tug is what happens there. That's <laughs> yeah, so you go, funny. You go to that confessional booth. It's a lot of racket going on in there. Christians are just getting beat down, man. You know what I was thinking, though? Because you know what Andrew Tate always says that, like, Muslim's the only real religion because it's the one you can't talk shit about and people are afraid of? Yeah. But you also have to say the countries that has more Muslim people... Um, the, I mean, Douglas Murray does it nonstop. But the, well, that's what I'm saying. The people that are, the the places that you are really can't talk about Muslim people the most, they don't have free speech, right? Yeah. And then the places like a, the Western world, Western world is just like creams over minorities, right? Uh -huh. So if they, that's because Western world creams over minorities so much. But really, like if the Muslims was the main religion here, unless America like completely changed into a, they changed all the laws and everything, I'd be talking shit about it just the same amount I am now. Yeah. Well, the problem for you is or that more. From, there's a lot of people who are listening to this right now and they're like yeah and it's gonna be mm. 
I guess you're right, but they'd have to literally change the constitution. So that would just be like a war yeah, yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, that'll be And it is possible. But like people say that oh you can talk shit about more about Christian, but it's like, yeah, in the in the Western world where you're allowed to say your opinions. Yeah, you can yeah, you can talk shit about anybody here. And the reason for, and then they go, Well, you can talk less shit about Except Muslims here. And it was like, <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's because they're just getting creamed over because they're minorities. It's not because their religion's more respected. Yeah, 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 no. But yeah, and I'm sure majority Middle Eastern countries, you do not want to be talking shit. But also, you're, white people why, just why love other you? people's cultures. Yeah, that's true. That's and and what we it are is. a little more accepting over in the West of other people's things. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the pastor turned to OnlyFans is funny, and then uh, <laughs> the there's a late rabbi that sold his socks for 18k a day. Yeah, he's the guy who started. <laughs> 18, no, 18K, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, 18K on yeah, eBay. So. Yeah, on eBay. Yeah, he died in the 70s or something. He's like the guy who started the Satmar in Brooklyn here. They're like the- Still making money. They're Yeah, they're the crazy sect of- uh, They're the ones who wear the wild hats. You know, they look like lamps. Well, if you're interested in the socks, good condition, some stains. <laughs> you want them with stains, though. That's like if you wear- If you buy like a Mickey Mantle game used jersey, you don't want this thing to look like it just came out of the washing machine. That's true. Yeah, you're you right. You want it all stained up. <laughs> Did you see Trump? Is he selling? Um, he's doing like an NFT drop that he announced yesterday, and there's. I feel four- like NFT drops are sort of passe a little bit. Yeah, but so he's doing forty-seven. I mean, the thing is that he just has so many people who are into his shit, where he'll find someone. But it's uh, forty-seven of them, which are a hundred dollars each. So it's like forty-seven hundred dollars for all of them. I think it's just like campaign money raising or whatever. Yeah, but then. If you buy them all, then you get uh, the um, like, and he has like all these like they're all mugshot cards. I think they're all like mugshot of his mugshot. And then if you buy them all, so you drop forty seven hundred bucks, then you'll get one card, and it's like a piece of the suit he wore when he took the mugshot. <laughs> It's like because like if people have no cards, oh, they have yeah. like they'll have like these game used jersey cards or uh-huh. whatever. So it's like a That's mugshot worn suit card, and it's a piece <laughs> of the suit, and they cut it all up. Should we get a mugshot worn suit? Well, we don't want to. You got to spend of five them. grand. No, we're not doing that. That's hilarious. And then you can win a trip to Mar-a-Lago and have dinner with them. Okay. Oh, you would win scam. one. Yeah, you, I, I don't think it comes <clears throat> with it. Can't be. Okay, and then a cop was busted for beating up a sex shop clerk. And he was pissed that the clerk was encouraging his wife to get big dildos. <laughs> yeah, he goes, uh, where are the uh, micro D's? Go into the, go into the sex shop with your wife and then her get like cruising over into the fucking massive yeah. dog section. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you said you just needed lube. Exactly. You could see why that would make someone and the cops. So uh, the sheriff's commander, David DeWitt, took his wife shopping uh, for a sex toy. According to the arrest, DeWitt grew enraged when the missus picked up a few items that were bigger than him. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Would so you be pissed off if you went to the sex shop with your girl and she picked up a pen cap? <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> That fucking stinks. That's, that's so funny. What did you think? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be even be weirder though if she's like, "So you're just gonna get the one incher?" And he goes, "Yeah, he has a rule. Nothing bigger than him." So <laughs> the clerk told Dewitt, uh, "His wife didn't need fake penises that put him to shame. That's embarrassing <laughs> to be saying that shit out yeah, loud." Like, Are a- you trying to make me feel like not a man? Yeah, that's like a, what a crazy thing to do in public. <laughs> What a what, and that be a and he's a cop too. Yeah. It's also like stereotypical cop energy is what they would yeah, say. Yeah. They all have that like little dick energy. That's what yeah, that's what you would say. Mm-hmm. And allegedly raised his hand as if to backhand her. <laughs> 
the clerk says he stepped in between them at one point and asked him to leave the store. She can stay. But he barked back, fuck you, I'm a cop. <laughs> so this is almost like a sketch. Yeah, this is insane. Anyways. Going to the sex shop with your wife can definitely have bad ramifications if you end up that. I mean, I think you Excuse were, me, you where are the big black ones? <laughs> the Punisher section? <laughs> Uh, honey, why are you wandering into the Punisher section? Yeah, you think you would have some sort of conversation before you went about... Oh, can know. we get the Shaq model here? Although some people <laughs> said Shaq wasn't packing. There's girls that go up and they say they smashed yeah. Shaq and they weren't happy with the piece. Really? Oh, it could have been. If you Shaq is an 8-inch or it looks small, That's right? what I'm saying. You think regardless, just based on that frame size, it's I don't know, that's not something the, going on there. People say. Yeah. The people have been saying. People have been saying. I feel like that's that's just like a thing that girls all do, though. When they're trying to hit a basketball player, they'll just be like, he has a small rod. Yeah. You can hit an athlete pretty hard on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The clerk, uh, um, the violence allegedly broke out when DeWitt and his wife were checking out. So we don't know what she was checking out at this point. I guess she was checking out like some tiny little vibrator. You know what I mean? Uh, And the same clerk asked if they wanted to buy any batteries for their new device. That's when DeWitt allegedly said, what the fuck did you say to me, fat boy? (laughs) What? Just because he wanted, as if you wanted batteries? He doesn't want to be put to shame. I go all night, dude. I don't need no fucking batteries. He did not want to be put to shame. So this guy was not happy with his wife. This is real Jersey Shore type energy. (laughs) The clerk said he told DeWitt to get out of his face, and that's when DeWitt jumped behind the counter and repeatedly punched him in the face and the ribs, tossed a bunch of merchandise around the store. So he had a real temper tantrum, throwing dildos everywhere. I mean, the move is you grab the biggest dildo possible, and then you start beating the guy with the dildo. It has to be. You have to be with the dildo. And then left in a convertible Bentley. (laughs) Bentley? This is TMZ, too, so it actually happened. Not that TMZ's always right, but it wasn't just out of nowhere. It was like reporters saw it, or I don't know how they get their information. That's wild. TMZ is at least usually somewhat accurate. Yeah, I think they're actually fairly reliable. I'll I'll tell you what, they're not just completely made up out of thin air. No, no, they're not. No, no, no. Calling him fat boy is so funny, but... Uh, little Nas X is also in his Christian era. Speaking of, and uh, he's yeah, he, he just likes fucking causing get, trouble. Yeah, and they fall for it every time. Yeah, they fall for it every time. Getting people worked up. They the the right wing uh, section of the internet, maybe not right wing, the conservative section of the internet has really started to fall for their old ways of going back Again, to being yeah, uh, yeah. clutching pearls. You know. Uh-huh. Like, even, like, you know, like, libs of TikTok. Yeah. They're posting, like, uh, uh, can you believe in this video game? You can Yeah, I know. There's, like, some, some Hamas video game. You go, can you believe it? And they're just kind of, like, we need to shut down the video games. Video games are causing people to be violent and all those same old tricks. Yep. And it was just, like, well, I mean, we've said that for a while. It eventually just goes back to... You go back. You find you, it's, everything regresses to the mean. Well, it's the people that have a propensity to be hall monitors will find a political movement to be hall monitors. Of course. The problem with the one the last six years was it was promoted by every big institution, so that's what made it worse. That was gasoline on the fire. Yeah. But people all... There's probably 20% of people, dangerous people, that have a propensity to want to tell people what to do. Yep. Cancel people. Shut them down. And uh, we have a bunch more stuff. Follow us on the Patreon. But we're going to probably do some vlogs on there on our European tour. But most importantly, we are 
actually the closest we've ever been to doing our yes. new half and hour. We want to eat these wieners. And also, you can go watch the last one too. And, yeah, and you can watch the last one. And awesome. there's uh, now like hundreds of hours of content on our Patreon. Yeah. So appreciate everyone. And who we has just want to eat the wieners. And we're going to eat the wieners. We're going to eat the wieners. Patreon.com slash the boys cash. Thank you. Peace.